once again to Never Tell Me the Odds, the Star Wars RPG podcast. The podcast where a group of comedians and improvisers plays through the Star Wars RPG by Fantasy Flight Games. Yeah, they do. That's oh, right. yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so today it's me, your humble DM, America's DM. Yeah, real humble. GM, David Crennan, here with two people who we last saw being abducted by Imperial forces, and we'll get into where they In been. real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to my left, we have. Uh, I'm Tom Fonz, and I play Dam. Uh, oh Damn. boy, this is actually going to be a real test because I usually write down what it stands for, and it's been a while. Decryption, <laughs> aeronautical, android mechanic, and navigator. I remember. I remember now. Okay. Standard applause. That's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Matt Cook. I play Baltarf Zinn, the uh, Tau's smuggler. Woo! Yeah. Thanks for the applause. <laughs> what is it, Tals again? For those of us who don't study the Tals, Cantina scene, if you remember in A New Hope and in in, in Mos Eisley Cantina, there's the abominable snowman was his nickname. Mm-hmm. He's in the corner. That's uh, Muftak, and he's got the little like he's got that noise. He's got four eyes. They're covered in uh, white fur. Uh, Baltarf has pink fur with uh, dark blue eyes and dark. Uh, blue talons. That makes me assume that his little um, mouth proboscis thing is dark blue as well. But would it be? I think it would be like a dark purple. Uh, like a... Like, like Yeah, yeah. Real <laughs> just filthy. Wait, why does purple make it more obscene? Uh, it just sets like a good obscene color. It's just oh, like, like a neat. Like a fleshy, neat. dark uh, yeah, 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 purple. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, you, right. like it's like on the floor of a butcher shop. Yeah. And you stuck it in his yeah. mouth. Okay. No, now, now I know. Right? Awesome. <laughs> now, now I picture it. Uh, I'm going to pass around this, do, yeah. <laughs> this blank sheet of paper. And I want you, starting with Tom, just going around, write down some celebrities that you'd like to see do Star Wars cameos right. that either you can do voices for or someone at the table can do voices for because it's going to come up. I also have the Twitter suggestions that you guys have been tweeting at us. Some really good suggestions there that are also going to find their way on. Thank you, fans. You can always tweet us at... Uh, well, the Twitter handle is at N-T-M-T-O podcast. That's right. It's a Making terrib- it easy. It's a terrible Twitter handle. <laughs> at N-T-M-T-O podcast. Never tell me the odds podcast. And just throw the hashtag Star Wars Cameo. Star Wars Cameo on there because that makes it easy to find. So let's see. What else do I have to go through? Star Wars RPG podcast.com. That's the website. There's lots of good stuff on there. Obviously, you can get all the podcasts on there. They're all on iTunes. You can also get all the game supplements. So a lot of, for example, the characters who show up in this and the NPCs, their stat blocks show up on there. You can download them, do them in your own game. You could, for example, if you wanted to find and or kill Gippy, Gippy Bindu, you could do that. Uh, You guys can also find stats for things like the Sarlacc Pit, if you want to throw the Sarlacc Pit in your game. Yeah. Okay. Great. The last time we saw the two of you guys together was on the planet of Pendillion 3. Pendillion 3, which is a... Horrible, stinky, literally stinky, uh, sulfur vents and things like that all over this planet. It actually looks like, uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, listeners, but Pluto, new images of Pluto that just came out, yeah. it looks like that. The planet looks like that. It's just like a warm, beige-ish mud ball, but hmm. more sulfur and like stinking, boiling seas of salt and things like that. So you guys had been there looking for clues about this weird lost artifact. Wouldn't you know it, the Imperials show up, they'd managed to trace you somehow. The ensuing firestorm, you guys got separated from the rest of the group, and the last they saw of you, you were being led away by some stormtroopers, off to some TIE fighters, 
So, if I may, once again, part the blast doors of reality. So, this is not a sultry, a sultry Southern California apartment that we're sitting in. You guys aren't sitting on padded chairs, feeling sweat trickle down your temples. You're actually standing in the high security detention bay of a Imperial transport. Uh, that's flying you off of the Star Destroyer to a waiting vessel. Uh, you are still sweating, though. You feel that sweat trickle going down your temple, not because of heat, but because of uneasiness and fear, which is building. You're in manacles. In front of you, you can feel the, like, the, the tight, harsh grip of these manacles on you. You can't even wiggle your hands, basically. There's like six stormtroopers standing fully armed around you guys. Behind you, through the window in the rear, you can see the Star Destroyer getting smaller and smaller, hanging on this star field, traveling towards a ship which has been traveling, apparently in hyperdrive for several days to finally get out here. And it is a hideous, ugly hunk of junk. I mean, if the Millennium Falcon kind of looks a bit scuffed up and has some plates in the wrong places, this is 50 times larger than the Millennium Falcon. You could fit an entire battalion of ships in this greenish yellow, kind of clamshell shaped, but lumpier, and with weird protrusions on it, all sorts of weird antennas and things like that, and a big dome in the center. It doesn't look like it would move very fast. It looks like you could, kind of looks like a floating city almost. No distinguishing marks of any major governmental group. So you're not quite sure who it is that you're coming out to or who it could be. So that's where we pick up. You guys are standing there together, Dam and Baltarf, just as your ship arrives at, the, at one of these protrusions on the ship and it docks. And you uh, are led up to the airlock and it slides open and you're hit with this humid, rank smell that comes billowing towards your noses. And you would immediately, immediately detect it as, and this is actually a good question, would either of your characters have dealings with huts? I feel like mine would. I feel like mine would. As a too. smuggler. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'd smuggle. that's right. You used to work as a smuggler before. I used still to until I met all you knuckleheads. That's right. Got swept up in that. And now maybe never we'll see them again. So So you're gonna change it? It's not huts anymore? No, it's huts. Okay. <laughs> so you definitely smell you it smells that smell of, of, of a hut who's just overripe and is living right in the trash heap where he likes to be. Damn, um, would you reckon would your sensors be able to pick up on huts smell? Yeah, I mean I, I know I'm very my zeology is fairly high and I have a somewhat similar a background with smuggling and underworld. Yeah, that's right. You were built on the, by Rodians, I think you were saying originally. Yeah. And if you guys forget about forgot about this, so your, your memory chip is missing or something like that. Right. From damn, that's kind of been your your. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, I know some. I know that much about my past, uh, but there is a significant chunk missing that I don't. Got, I don't got any idea what it is. There's maybe even a tingling. In your circuits, right? That seems some of this might even seem oddly familiar somehow, but you're not sure. Okay. Um, Baltarf, what is your your character's obligation or whatever dark shadow's been hanging over you that kind of led you to become a smuggler in the first place and leave your planet? Um, the Imperials enslaved a lot of my people. Baltarf was able to make a break from that, but lost some family in the process. Did some damage to some high-ranking Imperial officers. As an escape, or just as vengeance? Both. Okay, so either of you guys know that you could be... First of all, this is extremely unorthodox. You don't know why 
Imperials would be handing you over to a third party, but the fact that it's Huts maybe explains something. They have a lot of sway with the Imperial government. Maybe someone's pulling some strings. Maybe there's some corruption involved here somewhere. All you know is this is bad news for you, because as you enter the ship and you're kind of the stormtroopers hand you off to a set of just beefy, ugly-looking Gamorians, their biceps as big as your head, they take over. If anything, they're even worse smelling than the ship itself. The drool is dropping onto these like grated floorboards as you're shoved along roughly uh, down narrow, almost claustrophobic corridors. There's these like sulfurous yellow lights that shine everywhere, and distantly, but the sound is growing. You hear this this like roaring of this crowd. It sounds like hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people, getting louder and louder and louder, and suddenly they are brought around a 90 degree turn and shoved roughly into a small literally a cell just cage bars you know no glass or anything like that about six feet by six feet about two meters to a side and three meters tall suspended maybe 150 feet above the ground giving you an amazing view sweeping out in front of you of a huge arena tiered seating stadium seating Daenerys Targaryen <laughs> it could fit it could fit imagine a football stadium but then imagine it um five or six times larger than that. And through this like miasmic haze, you can even barely see the other side. All of the stadium seats are jam-packed. And on the opposite yeah, side of turn out. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> what a hot ticket. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though they're cheering for it's something. going pretty good. They're <laughs> cheering for something. Uh, it may not be your health and well-being because on the opposite side, you yeah. see... Uh, like the large kind of like VIP box where the if it was a Roman emperor this is where the Roman emperor would be sitting is of course a huge and disgusting hut giant bulbous yellow green eyes with that vertical slit goggling out of his huge fat large dripping head massive tongue hanging out of his mouth like a slab of uncooked meat reaching into a, a glass like container next to him filled with live like weird frog creatures and just shoving them into his mouth and chewing them up and people just cheering wildly uh, just beneath him easily entertained okay just just beneath him to <laughs> they don't seem yes. to be they don't seem eat to be eat, that <laughs> eat those weird frogs <laughs> we hate weird frogs we hate weird frogs and there's like the small section of the stands where the weird frog fans have come. Yeah. Like pro weird frog. No! They have a little poster holding mm, up yeah. signs. Foam fingers. Uh, no, so right beneath that throne, there's a announcer's box. And there's two meaty, stupid looking aliens. so meaty. A lot of meat, man. There's yeah. a lot of meat in Well, one of, them, one of them's very meaty. He's uh, got this kind of sloped brow with like um, kind of like an insect style ridge on it. Four big chubby arms. Big belly, um, standing there. The guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, a little bit like Goro. Like Goro in his late forties. Great. Yeah, he's definitely got your <laughs> belly now. Great. He's yeah. got some. Yeah. He pecs. won the tournament. He's, he's been living well. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's wearing like a real loud, the equivalent of the Star Wars universe of like a real loud like polyester shirt, right? Like yes. sports blazer. Welcome once again. He says, reaching and picking up his microphone. To Brando the Hutt's Arena of Death! Uh, and you guys are starting to feel a little bit nervous. Now, Brando the Hutt, not sure if that would ring a... Can I do an underworld check? Yeah, you could definitely do an underworld check, absolutely. Uh, three purple against your underworld skill. 
So I have two failure and one threat. Two failure and one threat. Yeah, it went well. <laughs> Good to be back. Back, <laughs> folks. No, yeah, that means nothing to you. So the failure, of course, means nothing to you. And, and one threat, yeah, you just have no fucking clue. You're just going, duh, I, I. In fact, the threat is that suddenly the uh, hut's platform, way over there, suddenly you notice that it's not just stationary, it's actually coming towards you. It must be like a hover lift of some sort. And he's just kind of like sprawled out there. He's got slave girls, of course. Oh, of course. Sanding him. Uh, could you not? Yeah. So this is floating over to you, and you watch as it butts right up against the cage that you guys are on in the hut. It's like, you know, there's a rattle, and the hut slimes forward towards you, so he's right up against the bars. And we need a voice for the hut's major domo translator. So let me, uh, actually, let me jot down a couple other names on here super quick. Barack Obama, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, and... Oh, God. John Goodman as Walter from Big Lebowski. Great. Yeah. All right, those are great. I have some great suggestions on here from James Gowans and Paladin for Jesus. So thank you very much. And just go ahead and drop that wherever you want on there, oh, right, right. just so it bounces. It's a, our dice map, and we're going to see what comes up. Oh, wow. Table. So that it lands Table. on there. We'll take that. Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum, great. So Jeff Goldblum, in really heavy makeup, great. is standing right next to Brando the Hutt. Who you maybe detect a slight Marlon Brando esque resemblance. Sure. I didn't think of that at the time, but there we go. It's out there. <laughs> Bullshit, you didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Modern day Jeff. Bullshit, you didn't name someone Brando yeah. and not think someone overweight eating well, named Brando. You don't know how name. hard. You don't know how hard it is to come up with a hut name that's not used already. So Jeff Goldblum. Modern day, current day Jeff Goldblum, dressed in really heavy makeup to look like. I hate Twilight's. Comes out, Tom, you're gonna. Do you have a, a Jeff Goldblum? Uh, 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 well, uh, okay, I'll great. try. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna translate for my hut here. The hut doesn't obviously speak English. So he just simply slimes up against the uh, cage, looking right at you. Uh, uh, well, uh, what my, uh, large slimy friend is trying to tell you right now is, uh, you're gonna die. You're gonna die, and, uh, we're all gonna watch. (laughs) What's that? Oh, right, and, uh, we profit from it. (laughs) Yes. Oh, uh, you, 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 uh-huh. Oh, 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 so, uh, I'm doing hand gestures, by the way, listeners. I just realized those aren't coming across. Yes, uh, uh, Baltar, Baltar, uh, Zin, uh, he doesn't like you. He doesn't mind the droids so much, but, uh, you. Uh, oh, 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 oh I, I, I had that wrong. He wants to see your throat cut, and then he wants to see the droids' brains... Mechanical brains uh, be opened up and uh, uh, what's that? Yes, yes, that's what he wants to see. (laughs) The hut throws the double thumbs up and the uh, thing floats away. Baltar, can Baltar yell something at them? Yeah, of course. Uh, does Jeff Goldblum speak? I don't know. Towels? I don't know. All right. That's only for the listeners who do. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. So, 
It looks like... This is our media announcer guy again. That Brando is taking a special interest in these two contestants. They, of course, will be fighting for their freedom in order to waive the great debt which they owe to Brando. If they can fight off this top-flight team of deadly bounty hunters, they will be allowed to leave in their own private starship and their debts forgiven. However, if they are defeated, they will end up frozen in carbonite, and the droid will have his mind wiped and become an administrator bot in the slave pens. Are we excited, folks? Roar of the crowd. <laughs> I love that David just spent the the past five minutes making up for the fact that I had no idea what yeah. or why yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. me to say. No, so. that is... <laughs> Top flight elite bounty hunters, are you ready? And then um, down around the rim of the arena, lights come on. <laughs> now, previously this had kind of been shouted in this miasma. You hadn't been able to see what's down below you. And suddenly it's all illuminated. You can see really tall, it looks like scrap metal walls. They're maybe 35, 40 feet high, surrounding a mile-long junkyard. Just huge piles of junk that come up 20, 30 feet. These big rolling hills with these narrow crevices in between them. It's also a jungle. It looks almost like someone took a slice of Vietnam and then just dumped all of the trash in... America on top of it. So there's weird alien palm trees and ferns coming out of starship carburetors. And think of the trash compactor scene in mm. New Hope when right. they get dumped in there. It looks like that with palm trees. It looks like four or five. Can't quite make out who they all are down there, but flexing and looking scary with all sorts of weaponry and things like that. Top flight bounty hunters, are you ready? Crowd goes wild. Prisoners, are you ready? I guess. <laughs> uh, your prison cell shakes, floats out, floats you out over the top of this arena. Until you're in the center and you see all around you these these people cheering and like yelling every weird crazy alien race. It's like the cantina scene. It's the ugly people from the cantina scene. Guns are getting fired off into the air. People are waving weaponry. And then when you're about 70 feet up, Right over the dead center, the repulsor lifts turn off. You guys are going to slam into the ground here. Do you take any actions right before you hit? Can I jump <laughs> right before we hit? And Coordination <laughs> check. I like it. Okay. Great. Three purple. Where's that force die? There it is. We all have to roll to generate our force pool. So oh, I'll cool. start us out. Here we go. Let's see how many light side and dark side points we have to play with. Two light side. Nice. Wow. God damn it. One dark side. One dark side. One dark side. Balancing the force. How do they do that? Are you going to use any light side or dark side points? Uh, no, man. Let's keep those for when we really need them. Uh, I'm rolling four green versus three purple. Awesome. That is. Oh my god. That's a crazy roll there. Yeah, I don't even know how to do this. A lot going on. All right, so we've got. Three success and two failure, so one success, okay. and then uh, three threat, three advantage, so it boils down to one success. So, yeah, you managed, you're in the air. You're just jumping up and down. Uh, <laughs> you happen to jump into the air just as this thing hits. No problem. So, no, you're not going to take any strain or damage. As the thing hits the ground, the 
rebar bars are like wrench and the top splits open. Damn. Yeah. Uh, are you taking any particular special? Uh, no. Okay. No. Do you want to give me a coordination check yeah, sure. or resilience check? Whichever one is uh, for you. Coordination. Three purple. And I'm going to give you one black setback. Oh, sure. Great. So I'm rolling one yellow, two greens, three purples, and one black. Uh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Holy moly. Okay. okay. So I have two threat, boo. But then I have One. four success. Whoa! That's triumphant. That's amazing. That's a huge success. So that's more than just uh, you didn't take damage. That's uh, something else. Uh, there's a blaster on the ground when I land. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, we went for it. But you have two threat on that. Okay, so this thing lands, crunk, hits the ground. As a droid, luckily you're not going to take any damage from this. Tumbles you out, you slide face first into the mud, and find a blaster rifle that must have been left by some dead competitor in the past, halfway embedded in the mud, you never would have seen it otherwise. But as you're pulling it out, here's your two threat, it discharges into the air with like a um, giving away your position to anybody hmm. who would be paying attention. Great. Looks like that was one hell of a crash! Isn't that right, Sildar? Um, so he says, turning to his color commentator, who we're going to roll up who is voicing that, and I'm going to let one of you two guys do double duty as color commentator. Great. <laughs> what do we got there? Looks like Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn or Rosie O'Donnell. I'll take Tim Gunn. That's pretty great. What do you say, Sildar? Who's got a Tim Gunn? What is he? Do you have a Tim Gunn? He's guy? very serious. I don't really Designers? Know. Let's... Mm, okay, yes. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Very sort of sophisticated, this. very sort of... Uh, sort of casting a withering <laughs> eye as he talks to people. He's got it. All right. Tommy's oh. got it. All right, Tom, you got this one too. I only ever want to watch Tom do <laughs> Okay, so can you scratch off Tim Gunn Hell for yeah, me? Dude. And also scratch off Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Because they're both yeah. the big announcer who hasn't introduced himself yet turns over to Sildar. What type of alien does he look like? Oh, oh, I bet he's a Twi'lek. Oh. I, I, yeah, I, I did that just so you would dislike him. You hate Twi'leks. That's right. I forgot about that. I hate male Twi'leks. Back in teeth. Looks like a pretty bad crash down there, don't you think, Sildar? Oh, you said it. Uh, I guess we're all supposed to be rooting for someone. I'm rooting for death. And I think I'm going to win today. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. We have a droid who just picked up a blaster. We have, uh, uh, what's his name? Baltarf Zinn. A big snowman. I'm putting my money on him lasting for as long as possible. But in the end, they're all losers in this arena, aren't they? All right, folks. Looks like they found one blaster. But it looks like they could use some more of your help. You know what time that is. Everybody who's got a weapon, head to the edge of the arena. You can see, like... That must be where, like, the cheap seats are. Like, right around the very arena edge. This is, like, 35 feet above you guys. Your cell actually bounced and rolled for a while. So, anyway, you're, you're kind of close to the edge here. I can see there's kind of a moat, almost. Just, like, between the bit of land you're on and there's maybe 15 feet to the wall. There's a steep gravel hill that skids down 20 feet to a murky moat filled with weird runoff. It's hard to tell how deep it is because it's just brownish green. You can't see into it at all. Up above you, about 30 feet above, you can see people rushing from the stands to the edges. 
Alright guys, let them have it! They need your help! And they start chucking down towards you guys. Weapons, it looks like. Whatever they have. Some, like, knives start flying down. Um, some, like, blaster pistols. Like They're just all roaring and chucking stuff. Yeah! And then garbage they're throwing at you. Expired munga melons from the planet of Tiberian. <laughs> cut that one out. But you know Why? What I mean? Why would you cut that out? Well, munga melons aren't from Tiberian. Oh. Different planet. Yeah, cut that out. Asshole. But expired fruit, just like, you know, trash just comes raining down on you guys. It looks mostly like junk at this point, but there are some weapons there. Great. It. Okay, so I this pick is, up all the weapons. Make a, uh, a perception check for me to try and pick out stuff. And again, there's this gap between the stands and where they are, so a lot of this is not quite making it over this moat to you guys. Right. It's landing on the slope, on the gravel slope, or is like landing down in the muck. Some of it's making it all the way over to you guys. Fighters, <laughs> these are the materials and the weapons that you get. Make it work. Silar, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. Oh. That was off mic. He put his hand <laughs> over the mic. <laughs> One of his four. Uh, so that's back down to you. Uh, if you're going to start grabbing weapons, that also means you're close enough to get pelted by some of this stuff. So I'm going to make an attack roll against you. Fine. See what happens there. <laughs> Great. So this is just two green against two purple. Very standard. I'm actually going to upgrade one of these purples to a red. So I'm rolling a red, a purple, and two green. They do nail you. So three successes. This stuff, they're not throwing this to kill, so it's a six points of damage. Minus your soak. However, they did get three to spare. I think they hit me in the head with something pretty usable. <laughs> okay, I like that. All right. Someone chucked boomerang style a blaster rifle. Wax you. Wow. Wax you. Whoa! <laughs> you got to commit to this stuff. David uh, just really hit himself in the head hard. Yeah, yeah. That's worth six points of damage. I was a little upset that it was so high, but now I'm like... The gun stock of a, a blast rifle catches you right in the forehead. But hey, that actually looks like a the barrel's straight, and it looks like it has an energy pack right. in there, so that's solid. Yoink. Um, I, even though I have that blaster rifle that I took out of the mud, I think I would still be... If there's something near me, I would still try to pick it up. Okay, so that would be a, uh, a perception. And can I still make one since that was your attack on me? Can I? And I was in the middle of making a perception check. Can I okay, still? Okay, absolutely, you should. All I, right. I shouldn't have skipped over that. And it's cool. Just perception okay. check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And uh, uh, the difficulty and three uh, advantage. Difficulty on that is three purple. Oh, we already rolled. We already rolled. Oh, it's easy to just that's... start. It's easy to roll three purple. Mm. And then you have to go through editing that and everything. Fuck. <laughs> Are you rerolling? Yeah. Good for you. I shouldn't have. All right. So um, you wash. Tom Bond, what do you got? Wash. Oh, wash. Oh, a failure. I'm doing three green versus three purple, and I end up with two success and one advantage. It looks one like failure. one failure and two advantage. <laughs> and two advantage. Okay. That so wasn't intentional. That's, that's These are hard. These are there's hard a learning dice yeah, it, for my a, brain. Yeah. No numbers. But it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> you don't find a gun, but you do find uh, another power pack. You guys, heave your blaster rifles. There's still junk raining down on you. If you hang around here, you're going to take some damage still. Or maybe a lot of damage. Looks like they're getting some good stuff down there, but who's that coming through the reeds? Oh my god! It's fan favorite, Rick! The Wookiee Gladiator! <laughs> Rick. That's right. R-H-Y-Y-Y-K. Love yeah. it. Rick comes, and uh, sure enough, you guys hear all this, by the way, booming over the speakers. 
um, charging through, just slashing vines and stuff out of his way, bursting into the clearing, is a Wookiee. Just looks, his hair is matted, is very much more black in it than Chewbacca has, and it's longer. He's wearing it longer. And you can see all sorts of scars over his face and on his arms where the hair doesn't grow at all. He's wearing just like a simple piece of uh, fitted like metal armor across his chest that's strapped in with like the bandolier. And then he also has just like a free hanging uh, dick. No, <laughs> the opposite of that, a thing that covers the dick, like a, a metal uh, thong. Oh, the wait, thing wait. that. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> like a. Um, a loincloth. Oh, got it. Okay. But it's just a sheet of metal with like, mm. he looks savage and wild. Is sexy. What I'm, he looks savage and wild and a little bit sexy. It's Rick. Great. He bursts into the clearing and each hand he has a, a blade weapon you haven't really seen before. It almost looks like the head of like a, a scythe, but no long handle to it. So it's just like a long blade and it's made of a thick dark green metal. He has one in each hand, just with has like a short handle. Stands there and just goes, gives you a good Wookiee roar. And then just starts charging dead at you guys, just swinging both blades wildly as he comes in. Stuff is still pelting down from the stands behind you, and you guys are standing basically on the edge of this slope, facing the jungle, which really starts in earnest, 15 feet away from you. So there's a little bit of a clearing here. Rick! comes tearing through with a roar and is going to charge you guys. Let's get a quick roll of our... Vigilance? Vigilance to see who goes first. Damn rolled two successes. Okay. That's hard. Two successes. Great. I also have two successes. How many advantages do you guys have? One. None. And I also have one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Dam go first. Great. Then it's going to be Rick, and then we'll go over to Baltarf. So, Dam, you guys see this guy. You, you were the first person to see him. Your head turns around. Uh, I'm gonna aim and shoot. I like when Tom plays as Dam because he also, as Tom, starts to sound like a droid. <laughs> well, that, yes. Yeah. Okay. I get a li- yeah. Going to shoot. We haven't had Dam speak yet in, in game. Does he say something in character? As... He, yeah, all he said today was, I guess. That's all he said today. He's oh, not he much of a talker. I mean, yeah. He plays it pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he plays it pretty cool. No clever Bond Moths as he shoots a... So it's a ranged heavy attack roll against just two purple... Every, every once in a while, yeah, but it's okay. it's limited. Hey man, sure. give him a show. <laughs> I get so nervous when I roll. That's a show. Yeah, baby! Okay, that is two success. That's two success. So it does nine points of damage, Great. plus two success is a total of 11. My turn. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, that's a pretty good hit. <laughs> Gets him right in the shoulder there. Yeah. You can see him enter a kind of Wookiee frenzy. Now he's angered. Uh-oh. He's going to do even more damage. So he comes charging Shit. straight towards Dam there, come plowing towards you, and swing a decapitating strike towards your head. <laughs> can I get that yellow there? Nah, bro. Oh my god, don't let this guy get close. Yeah. He's rolling four yellow and a green against two purple. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a deadly Wookiee gladiator. Here we go. Okay. No triumph on that, which is, I reckon, lucky. All right, so that's two success and three advantage. Could have been worse, but... How? Seven, eight, nine, ten points of damage. Okay. Who's got what? Uh, A six. Six damage. Okay. And then he also has three advantage on that, so I'm going to say that he manages to... Realize the error of his ways and decides to hurt someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, that's No, not, not you. Hey. Yeah. No, I think 
the people in the arena. Uh, I mean you. No, he. Uh, you looked at me as you said it. <laughs> okay, I meant. I did. I meant. He he smacks the blaster rifle out of your hands like you kind of like brought that up and slightly softened the blow, although it great. Yeah. Dug a huge rent into one metal shoulder, and your blaster rifle drops out of your hands onto the ground. And the Wookiee raises both blades again to bring it down on Dam next time, it looks like. I'm gonna shoot him with my blaster rifle. The people in the stands cheer. And I'm gonna use a light side point. Alright, yeah. so turn one of those greens into a yellow. Three purple on this. So I've got two green, two yellow versus three purple. That's not bad. Come on. Wait. Uh-oh. Just take the good ones. <laughs> I've got, it looks like two advantage. No successes? Right? Oh, booger. That's uh, a booger already. Those cancel. Yeah, dude. We got a lot of failure come up on that. Man. Two advantage. Okay, so you um, bring the uh, blaster rifle around, and you, like, try to aim it, but Rick ducks, like, beneath your shot just as you squeeze the trigger, so you miss. You do have two advantage, which is significant. So you shoot, his head moves out of the way just in time. Or he brings the blade up. He brings the blade up, blocks it, but the force of the blast digs it into his spine and he's paralyzed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I would say he hits it and it causes one of his blades to fly out of his hand. Great. Love that. Dan, in the direction away from the Wookiee, is... Running and looking <laughs> is running and looking. A very elliptical sentence. I like that. Yeah. Damn. Why can't in I? In the direction away from the Wookiee <laughs> is running. <laughs> what is? Why, why can't I think of this term? Uh, the jungle? No, no. Uh, like Down the in hill? a video game, one. And it's a Bioshock term too. Little fucking like no. helpful turret that would like ha- like uh, hover above you and shoot. You looking for a sentry gun? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for anything that's like, ooh, they threw out like a floating orb that would like be my little buddy and shoot. <laughs> you're and really shoot. going for it. Okay, so you're yeah, looking... turret, yeah, turret, a turret. Yeah, a floating auto turret. turret. An you're, auto turret. You're looking for. Almost like a training droid. It'll stick lethal, with Yeah, a lethal, lethal training, training droid. droid. Okay, yeah. so there's a question of throw one of those Dude, in. Dude, they exactly. could chuck those like softballs, bro. Yes. I'm sure people were throwing those left and right. Mm-hmm. They probably sell them the stands. Dude, you don't even have to roll. You find one. Okay, cool. <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> Like a pretty big roll. If that's specifically <laughs> what you're looking for, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to give me five purple. Doesn't matter what brand. He's not picking <laughs> what brand. Yeah. Go do Costco brand. Go do Costco brand. The Kirkman, Kirkland, Kirkland whatever. Yeah. The Kirkland, the Kirkland, Kirkland, the Kirkland yeah. signature brand. Yeah. yeah. I would take a lethal training droid from Kirkland. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be pretty hard to find one. However... Okay. Looks like Rick's really playing to the crowd. They're loving him down there. And Rick's giving like the... And we're going to the crowd's going, yeah. Looks like they'd be more willing to throw awesome shit your way if you could throw a little gladiatorial flourish here. Oh, great. So I could take a five purple against your perception check to try and find something that might be out there. Or no, I'll, I'll do what? What is the theatrical flair check? What is what is the check? <laughs> Charm. Charm or cool. Oh boy! I think oh, one boy. of the one or the other of this those is gonna be fun. They're both equally bad. You're now you're uh, just a droid. Okay, so it'll be five purple against your perception, or only three purple against your uh, your I'll, theatrical. I'll flair. do theatrical. Flair. That'll be a little yes. more interesting. I can't wait to see this droid have some fun. Oh boy! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Your cool. Cool. It's just a. I have a one green. One green. Yeah, I can't. 
Three purple. Three purple. Uh, yeah, and I'll use a light side. Boy, so... One yellow versus three purple. <laughs> yeah. And we fucking blew a light side point. <laughs> the worst things could happen. My okay. God. Oh, well, boy. actually... Bro, you better put some positive you know spice what, on it. You know what, though? Let's hear the pitch first. Yeah. Might, I've got plenty of boost die that I would love Ooh, to throw out. So what's okay. your flair? Let's, okay. let's hear what he does. <gasps> I, I think... Yeah, you know, I don't think I know. This is what he does. It looks like that droid's starting trying to do something. Oh. Dam gives like a little like nervous robotic shrug. He knows what he has to do, but he's not. He's and not happy about it. This was he, a very good. That was a very good nervous robotic shrug oh, at table. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you. I, I yeah, he's I right. I, I take on the kid. <laughs> he pops open <gasps> his, uh, a panel mm-hmm. in his chest, and then. Takes an, a robotic inhale for some reason, and then starts to play the panel on his chest, and it's and it's sort of like that like moment in Revenge of the Nerds when it's like oh. that, the audience oh. isn't sure what's going on, but they're they're kind of into it, you know, like that sort of thing. M- music and a, a light show starts to like permeate out of. Are you his playing chest. that song? Are you playing the Revenge of the Nerds? It's a similar thing. Song? No, it's similar. It's it's very. Well, it's totally separate, but it's it's a similar vibe. All right, so for that, that's definitely one boost die. Now, Whoa. if you could sing a little of the song, I'd throw two more boost die. Oh, I'd love to sing that song. <laughs> okay. Well, I got to do the melody first. It's like... <laughs> Hello, everyone in the stands. Damn is my name and I'm your man oh. <laughs> here to kick some butt trying to get out of this rut trying to get real good so I can live to see another day I'll work on the song next time <laughs> there's there's dead silence in the stands I will give you all three boost on that <laughs> So he played the keys on his chest the whole time that he yeah. sang that too. There was no reason to. The fingering except, was perfect. Yeah, right. it was remarkable. So I'm giving you three boost eye on that. Wow! So, so it's remarkable how limited amount of booze was involved in singing that song too. I've only had that's half. Why of it sounded life. good? Thanks. I gotta give you four boost eye. Oh, I'm not giving four yeah. boost eye for that. Because that was a pretty long song. Oh, thanks, man. I'm still not confident you're oh, going to win. We'll see. But, yeah. Okay, so there's dead silence in the stands. Into it or not. <laughs> Let's see what happens the here. Fuck. Yeah, what the fuck? Guys, what? Okay, Holy what? cow. You would have passed that without any boost die. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. This will One win. success. And... Three advantage. One success, three advantage. So they love me. One they really love me. Shitty little roadie and is like. <laughs> <laughs> and then sure enough. Yeah. away from him. He was like walking towards you with the blade. When you start busting out your little ditty, the crowd goes wild for it. People start chucking other guns, other weapons. So your success is someone throws down a lethal uh, a training joy and there's a a lipstick kiss on it as well. Uh. And you look up into the stands and it's that 
Size Noodles creature from the yeah. uh, who has the big solo okay. number in the remastered. <laughs> yeah, she does a big old smackaroonie and chucks that down to you, and it, it but it's her. It's, it's exactly. not the same rate. It's that. <laughs> oh, it's that yeah. woman. Size noodles. Yes. Size noodles chucks that down to the little. Woo, 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 it floats up around your head, so it's like the size of one of those training droids that Luke was sparring against. But it's got a skull and crossbones on it. Oh, <laughs> right below the uh, kit. That's so it looks, amazing. It's all black. Damn, just looks back and forth, back and forth, and then just and blows a, a big old kiss her way. I love it. I love it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. And until then, may the force be with you.